Hello and welcome to another episode of Video Games to the Max, number 282, almost forgot, right after this intro. Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Brandford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit W2Mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. All right. Well, this week has felt like it has taken forever with all of the news that's uh, been going on between great game releases to the news from today, which is the Pokemon uh, announcement of on Netflix having a live action series to this entire thing with Activision and Blizzard. And all the fallout that's happened with that. We're going to talk about all that on here, along with some of the things. So get ready uh, for for all this kind of conversation. I know when it comes to the Activision Blizzard stuff, people are probably at the point of either tired of it or, well, with stuff that keeps coming out, it feels like it just it's just constant, constant stuff that ha- that is happening with this. So, you know... Yeah, it's just, it's insane to me what has been happening uh, this week, but thankfully, I'm not here to talk about it myself. Of course, here with me is Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And of course, I'm your host, Sean Garman. This is the first time you're listening or watching. Uh, Thank you. And if this is the 100th time you're watching or listening, uh, we appreciate it as well. Of course, we are the official video games podcast, W2Mnet.com, and in partnership with Last Word uh, on Gaming. And well, you know, I'm I'm gonna delay the uh, the big story till later, uh, just because I feel like uh, give a fair content warning and all that stuff. Plus, I mean, don't want to really hit you with the the hard like news angle from the beginning here. So uh, I think we should maybe talk about some other things. Enjoy gaming a little bit before we talk about the the nasty side. Of, of gaming, which to be sh- to be fair, uh, is not just pervasive in gaming itself. It's it's in all kind of uh, work cultures. But uh, Mark, uh, you you finished Ratchet and Clank Rift yep. Apart, so and then immediately sold it. <laughs> immediately sold it. You just sold it. Said I don't want any more Ratchet and Clank. Just... Oh, I got the platinum trophy. Okay, uh, so I saw no reason to have it. <laughs> Okay, that's fair too. You didn't and see that a reason game, to... like it's not like a Nintendo game that won't that game's not going to like hold its value. Like, I'm sure by the end of the you know next year it'll be like twenty dollars on PSN. Um, probably. Well, yeah, twenty dollars, yeah, on PSN. But I mean, I bet it'll go on uh, sale pretty quickly. Yeah, it's it's not going to take very long at all to um, show up in the the sales charts there. Right. So, uh, I mean, that's the thing with uh, with Sony games. It differs from the Nintendo side of things. They do not really care about making sure 
that their game just continues to sell, you know, selling it at the 60. They just want the sale. They want the, the, the game to, to go get purchased. So, yeah. I mean, is there any final thoughts on the game? Yeah. I, I still didn't like the story. Um, like, I think you pe- you play as Rivet and uh, I think her name is Kit, the robot, the female robot, like over half the game. Well, if you're going to have another character in there, I mean, you should play with her. Not when enough, I, I mean. not, the game is called Ratchet and Clank. It's, you know, Rift Divide. It's not called Ratchet and Clank and his two other friends. <laughs> Like think about you like ba- think about like uh Batman the Arkham City. Like you play as Catwoman, sure, but there's like you play as her like ten percent of the game or maybe even twenty percent. Like yeah. you still play the majority of the game as Ratchet and, or as Batman. And the thing about this game is like they are functionally the same. It's not it's not like I'm not going like, oh you know, I'm not like one of these idiots who's like, Oh, I don't want to play a female character. It's I, I don't know how to play a character that's like not introduced that well and then like to have her overshadow the main character. <laughs> All right. I mean that's fair. Um uh, also well yeah. Also, I mean it's funny because they actually there's actually is an invincibility sheet in the game if you collect enough gold bolts. Mm-hmm. Uh you can actually get that before you beat the game. Yeah, and that makes beating the game a whole lot easier. <laughs> I bet. And you get another. There's another cheat for infinite ammo. So it's like, yep, this is all right. <laughs> yeah, that helps. That helps when you can do that. You know. Uh, so. yeah, it's it's a good game. Uh, I still think I still think that 2016 version is better. Or that that game is better. Yeah, just like on a design level. Uh, some of the levels in this game kind of bugged me actually. Um. Why do you say that? Like, it just felt like they weren't designed that well, or like, mm-hmm. you're given a lot of stuff in this game, like, mobility-wise. Like, you get, you get these, like, fast dash boots that make you, like, run quickly, or just kind of, like, glide around the level. And only one level takes advantage of them. And it's like, why, why have these in the game? Like, it's like, why even have this if more levels aren't going to do anything with them. <laughs> That's a fair point. I mean, uh, maybe it's just to give you a taste of it and then say, okay. Well, it, made, gonna... it kind of made me think of like a Sonic game. Like you're moving about as fast as like, you probably wouldn't like a, like a Sonic game if you get really going. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Sonic could work in this type of environment. Uh, it's just right. like, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's fair on that point. But, uh, uh, you know, but, oh, I mean, overall, it was a good game. Like, I mean, it, it would probably make, like, at present, it would make, like, a top 10 game of the year list for me. Right. But it would be, like, pretty low down there, at least personally, at least compared to, like, I know what Randy would have said, you know? Yeah, Randy has it as his uh, number one game right now. You know, as yeah. we talked about on the, that episode where we all kind of did our top games. Uh, uh-huh. And... I and mean, you're... Like, you're it, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just all, like, the story just doesn't... At, you know, just doesn't uh, combine well, or just doesn't you know cohesive enough. Like that's like yeah. the biggest issue, really. Is like, yep. Yeah, I don't really remember people really saying that the story is what uh, got you for Ratchet. I think it's more of just this is like, I guess, a great Ratchet game as a showcase PS5 game, and that helps 
you know, sell that PS5 and, and get you a really great Ratchet title and and can you know combination with that. So that, right. that's that's a good thing too. I mean so like, I think you beat the last I'm not even sure if you play as Ratchet when you beat the last boss. Um, you know, like that's, yeah, like, that's a definitely interesting choice there. Yeah. Not even your, your main character. Uh, but it was overall good. Like, it, yeah, like I said, like not a bad game, but just, it just felt weird to me, you know? Mm. Well, uh, I mean, the, yeah. before I had, uh, you know, beaten Chicory and I finished the review. So like now that has now officially become my, my game of the year, but before then, uh, my game of the year was uh, East Nine Monstrum Knox. Yeah, uh, and you've uh, you've started that. I mean, I don't know how far you've gotten into that or uh, not but... hardly at all. Uh, I, I mean, okay. I mean, I just got like uh, to like the first. I mean, I'm like a half hour in or like an hour in. Like I'm doing the first like defense mission with the other persona users or whatever the fuck they're going to call monstrums or you know yeah, like, the monstrums okay uh so i beat that like I, I escaped the prison i cannot i mean maybe it gets easier i cannot get that dodge down at all the dodge yeah yeah like, it, I, can, I can dodge but it's like oh if you dodge right at the right spot you do like a counter attack or do some attack oh yeah that's what i can't get down <laughs> yeah i didn't worry so much about that Okay. necessarily like i just dodged and i mean it's an action rpg i mean it, you try to get really technical with it then it's really going to become uh yeah kind of more annoying so yeah i just i found myself uh just hey, dodge do what i gotta do get out of the way you know it's cool but you can do the little thing where you stop them and and kind of do the stagger yeah um but when you I just didn't bother with it because it's it's more of a hassle trying to get that down, get that right, you know. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. The other thing I got, uh, I picked up two games. I picked up Mega Man X two, uh, okay. which is authentic, which is really nice because I got it for way under price. Um, I got it for like a hundred, and the, like the label is kind of messed up a little, but it's not bad. Uh, but it okay. goes for like one sixty at least. Yeah, it's not bad at all, yeah. Uh, and then I also picked up uh, Gravity Rush 1 Remastered for the PS4. Um, used from GameStop, which I guess it is kind of rare. Yeah, I think uh, so, yeah. Because I have Gravity Rush 2, and that's pretty common. But, like, yeah, no, right. like, apparently, like, only like, GameStop sold that pretty well, or they're still selling it, actually. So it's like, all right, cool. Hey, I mean, you know, like that's it's always cool when you get a rare game, but I think that's it's definitely one that like I think people stopped uh really selling after a while. I mean, plus you yeah. get the like Vita version as well. So Right. Well it's nice that it was actually complete too, like it wasn't some paper case, you know, that yeah, definitely was notorious for. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There was, I think I only have a few games that are like that with the paper case, and it was like one of those, like, well, the sale is really good on it. I'm not going to just not do it because of the paper case, but right. and I tried really hard to always get an actual case. Well, I got a few that were games. like, one was like, the three I got, they were used, they were retro games, but the three I got were uh, Smash Brothers Melee, 
yeah. uh, Air Guys and Tomba One, and they all came in paper cases. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. I eventually did track down a Tomba One case, which is also at the time it was like fifty bucks just for the case. Yeah. Now it's like ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet it's. Uh... I bet an air guy's case is pretty expensive too, probably. No, that's actually no? not terrible. Uh, that game, like, I mean, I like that game. It's not like the greatest game. It's kind of yeah. goofy, but like, it's kind of common. It's like forty bucks for just like the disc, or if you just want like the complete one copy, is like seventy. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's doable. I just don't care that much about it. Like that one in particular. It's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> um. Yeah, I tried. I, I looked up some old Facebook po- photos I took a while ago. This used store had a copy of Suikoden Two. This was six years ago. Yeah, a new copy of Suikoden Two for five hundred bucks. Jesus, five hundred bucks. And I think even you posted at the time, like, "Oh, that price is crazy." No, it's four hundred. Yeah. Uh, but I think even you posted at the time, like, "Oh, that price is crazy." And now, well, I mean, like, I would never pay four hundred dollars for one game, but yeah. Oh well, yeah. But now that game is like fourteen hundred dollars. <laughs> Jesus! Wow. I want to know who's going to pay that. Uh, apparently, some dude on eBay last month. <laughs> you better be rolling in the dough, man. Rolling yeah. in that dough. Off so goes you bought uh that you know Mario sixty four for one point five million dollars. It's like yeah, one of those con- common games in the world. No problem. Yeah. It's- Okay, <laughs> this doesn't make any sense, but sure. Yeah. Uh, I so I've been playing three new releases, uh, and Scar Nexus, but I think I've talked enough about Scar Nexus, and I really didn't go that much farther in it that I really feel like I need to make any kind of comment on it. I've been playing three new releases. Uh, one of them, uh, this is the review that I I said I had gotten right as soon as we were going to start the podcast uh, the other day. Uh, Death Store, which... Yeah, you offered it to me, and I was like, eh, whatever. And then uh, it it turned out good. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, well, like I said, go ahead, because I had asked um, Adam for one before, because I didn't know if we were going to get a code or not, because I the only other time I had asked for a code from this person who they also handle a bunch of different um, uh, other game other indies and stuff like that, I got denied like right away. So I yeah. was like, oh, well, this is a big game. This is a big indie. You know, they're like, are they going to say yes or not? And right. I thought, okay, well, maybe I'll say no. So let me go ahead and ask Adam just to see, you know, um, even though it's only 20 bucks and definitely it's worth the 20 bucks. Uh, yeah. It's very much like um, Chicory, Colorful Tale. Like when an indie is 20 bucks, when we're seeing indies that are like 30 and 40 now, Definitely take that opportunity to buy that game uh, because, number one, I think we should definitely, when we get really good indies like that, take the opportunity to buy them. Um, Also, to show that you're, like, appreciative of the fact that they went and they put it at a low price because they could have put it at a, you know, a higher price and, and made you play more. So... I think we should definitely, you know, appreciate that. Uh, but talking about the game uh, here, which obviously is the more important part here, is um, it's a, it's a um, Zelda game, number one. So you're going around and 
it's a 2D. You're trying to find keys and uh, how to unlock doors, switches, that kind of thing. But there's also the combat. Uh, it's going to get a lot of Hades comparisons, but there's no there's no roguelike elements to this. There's no, um, you know, you're not going to die and the story keeps going and all that stuff. The story is just, it, it goes along. Uh, you're uh, an agent uh, that's supposed to take care of souls, basically, but you're a, um, a raven character. And you have this, so far I only have the sword. I haven't gotten far enough to where you get other things, but you also have a bow and arrow um, as well, and uh, the sword is uh, it's, like, it's really cool. It's like a kind of like a lightsaber. If you haven't seen any gameplay, um, but I just love the like the aesthetic of the like just kind of the drab look to it, and then also just I like the the enemy characters have this like kind of like gothic um, kind of creepy look to them, uh, but. So far, you know, I've really enjoyed, I think, like, this, the boss battles, I think, are what you're going to get a lot out of for this. Uh, I've gotten through two bosses. Uh, one of them is, like, this gigantic, like, castle-looking door, which is uh, pretty cool-looking. Um, you know, there's, I'm, like, on the way to the witch, which is, I think, the next thing that you have to uh, go through. But, man, like, uh, I'm just, en I'm enjoying... Uh, the game as a whole, and yeah. and like the, I'm hoping that the the combat improves some because I am worried about that. Like, if it's gonna, you know, do more than just be what it is, which is like you know trying to dodge out of the way and. Um, I think that one game, uh, this wasn't quite Zelda like, but that one game we had like a bow and arrow, and that was it. And you only had yeah. the one arrow. I think it was like Titan Souls. Yeah, Titan. Well, they're the ones that made Titan Souls. Okay, then that makes perfect so, sense. <laughs> yeah, like they're the ones that made Titan Souls, and I feel like you know this is definitely a step up from that. Yeah. Um, and they do let you. Uh, so, like you, part of what you're doing is also like gaining. Uh, you're you're gaining these little soul bits or whatever every time you kill a monster. Yeah. So there's that, and then there's also these like soul orbs that you get randomly from, you know, solving a puzzle or not a puzzle, but like opening a door and then finding it there or whatever. And like you'll you'll actually go and and eventually it it's expensive. Like they it really is what it's kind of encouraging you to do is because every time you die, there's save points, but you're not starting like okay, I died at the boss, right? Like you're not starting right at the the where the boss is. You're starting where you open the door. So, yeah. and then what? it also like every time you either you die or um you go out of an air like open the door and then close the door, you reset the monsters again. So, but they stay dead as long as you don't go through the door. Yeah. So I mean, it's like vaguely yeah. Dark Souls like. Yeah, it's very. You know, that's what Titan Souls kind of was trying to be. Was it was trying to be uh, Dark Souls, but like in a two D. Uh, Dark sense. Souls, Dark yeah. or Titan Souls was I was like isometric, but it was like uh, I think it was like all, just a series of boss battles. Like you didn't, like there's no story right. at all. So yeah. yeah, this one has the boss battles, the story, the puzzles, the all that. So like it's a more complete game, um, and you know, like. 
I'll just say that they definitely do uh, the the like enemies in the lead up to where you get to the boss. I uh, don't feel like a whole lot. Uh, there's yeah. sometimes where I just not paying attention. I get hit by them, but you know, it's more about like, okay, we're still trying to get to the bosses and get to the story, all that, like get through the uh, switches and the puzzles and all that. And I, I've really enjoyed it. I think it helped a lot that I played Chicory. So I kind of was now like into this where I think I would have gotten to that. And I'm like, ah, I don't know about this, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah. And I've enjoyed like the strategy of, of the bosses and each one has their own thing that you have to deal with their own, you know, perils and everything so i definitely think that if you're i like this kind of game man go check it out it's got enough praise that everybody sold i think was it a thousand in a week or something like, or not yeah it's a thousand. <laughs> yeah it sold i think it was a hundred hundred thousand hundred thousand one week yeah already so that's pretty great uh for i think when i talk about the next two games Everybody was saying, why is this not on Game Pass? This is the, the highlight of the indie games for this week. And it wasn't. You know, Devolver Digital chose not to put it at that on there as the publisher. And Acid Nerve Records the developer. So, like, that was the talk of, like, why isn't this on, on Game Pass? And then when I talk about these, uh, these other two games here, uh, those two are on Game Pass. So there was, like, a, oh, well... Hey, we should have put that on there. Well, I'm glad that there was 100,000 people that were totally cool with don't get too spoiled by Game Pass. Pay your t- I'm not okay. I'm one of those people that obviously it shows that I, I I will I will buy a game that I liked on Game Pass with the discount, all that stuff. I'm one of those folks. I will really appreciate if I really appreciate the game, I will I will go and buy it. I'm just saying there are quite a few people that Man, it's if it don't show up on Game Pass, I ain't paying it, or I'm not playing. It, I'm not bothering with it, and I think that's a pretty crappy way to go about it because you're missing out on a terrific game uh, by doing that. And like one of the other games that I have, I've invested, I think, even more time than in that um, store is uh, Chris Tales, um, because I mean, for one, it's like right up my alley. It's a turn-based like uh, 2D uh, game. And I mean, the art is absolutely beautiful as well. I don't know if you've uh, seen this at all, Mark, but it's like, just looks like it could be um, just like a different looking like anime or or whatever, but just done so well. And of course, the mechanic of it is that as Crispell, um, you can control with your crystals that you receive, you, you can control the future, the past and the present and you when you're in battles, you can go through and like knock the the enemy back to the past and then do some kind of strategy with your other characters to knock them out or do the same when you knock them into the future. So I found it like really interesting, the strategy you can do in each battle um, that way. But like I, what I really like is just that art style is absolutely amazing. It's, it's like that kind of like, I guess it's 2D, but it's just, great art style and then the way that the characters move it's side scrolling but you can also like move forward and backward not just uh you know side to side yeah. and the way that you like converse with the characters and everything too um i'm i'm really uh enjoying uh this game and uh like it it has its own like kind of world map it has a cool um just 
all the colors like work well. And it's cool because that past present thing extends to when you're walking around the map. So you'll actually see, okay, here's what this character looks like in the present. If it's an older person, you'll see their younger selves in the past, like when you walk by them. And then when you walk the other way, you see the future. You you may not see them there because they're obviously they're going to be dead, right, if, if they're that old. Or you see like a younger lady with her daughter. The daughter's grown up and the mother's much older. Like it's a cool kind of aesthetic that you get to see as you walk by and you notice uh, different things. So like I really uh, appreciated that, that they were – uh, that they added that mechanic, and it wasn't just to the battles; it's in the entire time that you're playing the game. So right. it, it's it's a cool thing that they 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 actually went like full bore with, and I appreciate that. Uh, and the last one, which they showed this, this was kind of like one of the big ones that um, was shown off for uh, E3, or not? Well, not yeah, E3, and so like. It's uh, the Annapurna game, uh, Last Stop, which surprised me when they announced it was going to be in Game Pass because I was like, well, Annapurna games usually do really well. You don't have to uh, put them in in Game Pass. But it was cool that they, from day one, uh, put this thing in there. And it's definitely uh, your Telltale uh, game, but with a uh, bigger hook to it. I guess you could say like this has a small prologue and then it has three different stories. Um, yeah. So like I've only gotten through the, uh, through some of the paper doll one, which um, I found interesting. That's the one that they showed uh, in the, they did like a full thing with, which is the, the guy, the two guys, switch. And they, one of them's like a game designer, and the other one just like works another kind of job. Um, so, it like, yeah, it's it's interesting, but it's um, it has obviously a bit more more motion and stuff like that than your like other Telltale games. But yeah, I've I've liked it, but I think you definitely need you know understand that it's that kind of game. It's not it's not trying to be anything else. So yeah. if you like those kind of games, then this is right up your alley. If not, then it is what it is, but I I do appreciate the uh, three different stories and and what they uh, tried to add uh, there with those. So uh, there is that, and I mean that's what is that's what I mean. You got uh, Death Store, you got Crystal's and Last Stop on uh, Game Pass there, so go check that out. And then the, you got the Ascent in a couple of days as well, hitting Game Pass, which I'll talk about uh, next week. Um, a friend of ours, uh, Kyle, is. Uh, reviewing that for uh, Outer Haven, but I was just like, man, I don't want to. I could have asked for that. I could still ask for that. I don't know if you're interested in it uh, at all, Mark. But like, I don't. I didn't want to add another thing to my plate that yeah. I'm already doing. So it's like, let's. Uh, we'll just kind of. I'll just play it on Game Pass and check it out there. Right. But. But yeah, so I mean that that was a lot for us to to go through and talk about, you know, what we're playing. And uh I'm glad to be uh kind of playing games and not be tied to like, oh my god, I gotta freaking write this thing, it's been too long. So I appreciate uh being able to just check out games uh this week, especially with all the other stuff that's been going on. So 
I'm again gonna hit. We probably should talk about the Activision stuff here, but I'm gonna our Activision Blizzard stuff. It's more Blizzard than Activision, honestly. So let's. I'm going to keep kind of keep the tease going. Keep uh, keep making y'all wait a little bit for us to talk about that. Uh, I know this is a bit old at this point, but EA Play happened as well. The EA Play Live thing. I thought uh, Xavier Woods, Austin Creed, did a really great job hosting. Um, he was, I think, more excited than a lot of the the things that were shown. You should be really excited about. But I, what do you think about think the about show? <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I just kept thinking about G four though, because he's doing that or he's part of that mess, and it's like this is going to be disaster. <laughs> you think it's going to be a disaster? Like, I don't know. I mean. You know. I, I, I think a lot of the people who are like excited to be on it have very rose colored glasses about what the network actually was. And Right, but if you're doing more game stuff than what it was once, you know, it just became there was two game shows. I think there's a lot more to be excited there than yeah, you know, what it used to be. So I mean there's that's a positive at least. So. Maybe nice, but like some of the old people are so involved, so it's like that's that's what gives me pause. But well, but it's the good old people, right? It's like Adam Sessler and I mean Blake. It's not uh, like you left three three years before you know G four shut down. Like he was there almost till the end. Yeah, but I think well, he could have been like contracts and stuff like that, and maybe not necessarily like oh, he had a little choice in the matter. I mean, but you know, uh, so. No, the games they showed were pretty good. Uh, well, some of them at least. I mean, the one had like three new stuff. Uh, and what did you think of the as a person that that likes the uh, the Codemasters? What did you think of uh, the grid? Uh, I thought that was dumb. But really, also, you thought it was dumb. Uh, okay. I, I have like a giant bomb. If, if they do the C, if they do the FMB right, and when I say that, I mean badly, then I'll be great. <laughs> They need to track down that Derek Hamilton guy who was Razor Callahan back in that Need for Speed Most Wanted game and clean him up and get him in there. But like the notion, like I think like I think it was like last year, two years ago, they had that like F one game based on Michael Schumacher or like they had this like yeah. Legends oh, wow. game or something. Right, that works because there is actually an F one league or like a, you know a racing organization or you know. Yeah. They just made Grid up. It's not like Grid exists, I don't think. Well, if it, yeah. If it does, like, it's not, not, it, it doesn't have, like, a Legends thing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, but that's the point. Like, this is, uh, you can race all kinds of cars together with each other. Like, yeah. I mean, you don't ever, you don't see that. They all have their class. They all have their, uh, you know, divisions or whatever. So, like, that makes this kind of fun in that way. Uh, I I kind of like the fact that they try to tie a story to it. You know, and and, and it I, I just wanted to follow that story from that Madden 19 game where you're called yeah. like the long shot or whatever. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Devin, Wade, Devin Quaid or Wade is going to be getting in a Nissan and racing around. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they kept that going in uh, FIFA, I think, for like three years straight. So Yeah, they, you know, I had two years in Madden, though. Like, I didn't get the second year there. Like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, they just didn't. I think the first year they tried to make it this big deal, and then when it didn't really catch on, they kind of just like, okay, we'll do this one more time, and if it doesn't work. I, I think they really only did the three-parter with FIFA because it seemed to catch on in that game, and then just the other right. games it wasn't uh, – as well received, which is a kind of a shame because, like, I mean, if a sports sports game had that, I that's why I bought that one Madden game because it had a sports, you know, a story yeah. mode. Like, I don't want to, I, I don't really care about just playing like FIFA on, right. on its own, but it has it has a story that's reasonably well told, and if the game is also good, which is yeah. why that WWE game I won't play that, you know. But no, I definitely agree with you there. Uh, it's you know, the the thing is, I don't know, I just liked it from the fact that they try to be something uh, different, and it made they made Codemasters a big deal. Like, they, they, of course, they paid a lot of money for it as well, but, like, they, they were letting them continue on with their games. Like, the first thing I was scared about was, like, I think you said it as well, that, oh, God, they're just going to use them as another need for Speed Studio. Uh, and, I mean, I'm yeah. sure that's coming. That's the thing, is... I'm sure this game was like already in development because they, right. you know, they alternate grid and dirt games. Right. So and yeah, the sure game was their yearly thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure they will be shunted to Need for Speed eventually, and then that'll be the the death of that company. That's no, Don't tell me that, please. That's make me sad. Yeah. Um, I will say that. Uh, they did a great job with the uh, – they have made me care more and more about the Lost and Random game. Uh, then every time I see it, I feel like, okay, I'm starting to to like this more, to, to kind of understand what they're going for here. Uh, yeah. They really gave the EA Originals a, a lot of – you know, between Knockout City, which maybe hasn't been the, like, the big explosion game that I think that they were – like hoping that, it would be like you know the next Rocket League or something, but that's the dodgeball one, right? Yeah, the dodgeball. Yeah, I mean it's doing it's better still than fun. It it did better than Rocket Arena. Yeah, no, I mean it helps too that they're still. I think it's free to like to you get to like level twenty five or something like that on all the systems. Yeah. So that helps a lot. And then of course, you, if you have Game Pass, it keeps being free. And you know, after that, you have to pay the money once you get past level twenty-five. But it's like if you're really invested at that point, and you have a team that you play with all the time, like spending that money really isn't uh, that big a deal. I think if you want to try it out, I think it's great uh, that way. Um, and like I, I really enjoyed it in the demo. Like it's a fun game. It's it's almost like a fighting game in a way, but it's it's a fun game to play, uh, yeah. even with random people. It's it's I thought I found it a lot of fun. Um, so. You know, there was that, and, you know, obviously, uh, the, you know, they talked about Battlefield. I'm not the biggest Battlefield person, especially not the fact that it's just a total multiplayer thing. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, might check it out when it comes to EA Play or whatever, but. Having kind of a sci-fi bent to it looked kind of interesting or, you know, but, yeah. Yeah, the new thing was the Portal uh, thing that they announced, obviously, um, in there as well. Uh but I mean, obviously, the big one that it's it was pretty much it's one of those like, man, this is gonna look really bad if they don't show this. As far as the whole um, having uh, the insiders be wrong again after the whole thing with the Switch Pro, uh, so now that they finally did uh, show the the Dead Space uh, remake is actually getting made and everything, 
Um, that's uh, I'm happy. I'm happy that it's getting made. Uh, you know, I like I Dead Space is one of my like favorite games from that era, and it's gonna be a different team, so it's gonna be interesting what they like reimagine it to be. You know, I imagine they're not gonna do shot for shot kind of thing with that. It'll be a live service co-op. <laughs> no, don't don't kill it, please. <laughs> but I mean. Like, I like the way they presented it as well, right? Like, oh, we're going to go in this dark room and follow me here. And then um, I was like, well, I guess it's really short because they, like, waited till the last uh, minute there to really show this. And I guess it has, a like, a limb removal system now, which didn't have. No, the old original. one did. Okay. Because that was the whole so. point. Is you're, not supposed to, you're not supposed to headshot the uh, necromorphs. You're supposed to, like, cut off their arms yeah. and legs. Yeah, I mean. What did you uh, like? Any are you I mean, excited I, about Dead Space coming back? Or? I played the first one a little. I didn't get too far into it. Uh, I thought it was fine then, so I'm sure this will be fine. You know, reasonably fine. I'm right. sure. I'm sure that it'll kind of modernize it, like they did, like Resident Evil. You know, they don't not going to screw it too much because yeah, what's the point? You know, <laughs> I agree with you there. What's I? I would uh, think that they wouldn't screw it too much, but I mean, they could also maybe add. Some things that weren't in the the original either. So uh, the one thing I like, I mean, I know the first game was noted for not having it. It'd be nice if this game had more of a HUD or had an option. Uh, well, I think they they removed the HUD right to make it look scary, to make it kind of like well to make it more immersive because like you're yeah. helpful, then like you're spying and like you're like oh you can see the ammo count on the guns and it's like that's not I mean the health is one thing. But, like, guns, that's a little hard to see, especially in, like, the thick of battle. It's not like it's, this right. isn't a first-person game. Like, Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's – I am – but still, I, I'm glad that they're getting to do this, uh, bringing back – I mean, obviously, it's difficult because it's it's not the visual team. I think people would want that. And it's kind of sad in a way that, you know, to bring that game back after you, you killed the studio and all that stuff. But – Again, it's one of those things. Uh, if you buy this, maybe there is a Dead Space 4 in the future. Who knows? Or maybe at least a remake of 2. Obviously, I don't think you really need 3 remade. That was the bad one. Uh, but, I mean, there's a lot of people that feel like Dead Space 1 is a perfect game. Are they really well, I, no, Dead actually, Space 1? So. I, think the, I think critical consensus is Dead Space 2 is the best one. Yeah, I but there's a lot of people that love Dead Space 1 as well. So I think... Yeah. Uh, it's good that that's this is coming, and uh, you know, it. It look if you're gonna make remakes, a uh, thing that you're gonna do, then uh, by all means, uh, do the good ones, do the good ones at least. So, uh, getting some of this other stuff out of the way here, um, before we get to the big Activision Blizzard stuff here, um, the August 2021 PS Plus games got leaked. I mean, there's still a chance that one of these is not, you know, the card, but this got leaked on the actual official PlayStation uh, blog. So it kind of leads more to, you know, oh, there's there's a probably a really good chance this is going to be it. Um, and this was already announced, of course, the uh, Hunter Arena Legends was going to be one of them. Of course, it's only the PS5 version, much like Oddworld. Um, and there was another one that was like this, 
uh, that Man-E- was kind of well, Man Eater, yeah, but that had already been out for a while. No. Uh, Oddworld was the one that like it's debuting on uh, PS Plus, but only the PS5 version. If you yeah. want the PS4 version, you got to pay. So uh, this is the same thing with uh, Hunter Arena's Legends. Here is you'll get the PS5 version if you have PS5, PS4. You want that? You got to pay for it. Um, the other games that are uh, coming along with it, not not the uh, best lineup here. Uh, but you're getting a new game with, on the PS5, so that's that's neat. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville on PS4, and then Tennis World Tour 2 if you're uh, big in the tennis. Um, so I, I think it was that. Kyle who pointed out that all three of these games are like PS Plus mandatory because they're not. There's no like offline mode. To, yeah, uh, and that means I don't care about any of these games personally. <laughs> Like I might be, I might be in a tennis world tour too, but like that game has yeah. like pretty shaky reviews, so it's like that's probably not gonna be good. Yeah, that's not not a good thing. I if it, um, it, it was like you know, uh, what what was that? Virtual tennis, that old like Dreamcast game, or Virtual On? No, not Virtual yeah, Virtual On. No, no, Virtual uh, On. Virtual was, tennis, uh, yeah, virtual yeah. Because uh, Sega used to make good good tennis games. Uh, right, but no. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah i mean if this is the actual full lineup it's it's not bad to get a good like new game and it's a multiplayer game right so it helps that it's free that we saw this reception all stars uh-huh. had a nice boost at the beginning and then you know yeah i'll be curious about how big that uh plans for zombies that you know neighborville population is uh, i wouldn't expect it to be this um major uh population right. for that i mean i feel like plants versus zombies is still existing in a way is like okay depressing. You know? <laughs> no it's, it's yeah. depressing and sad and to put put a bullet in the zombie's head please <laughs> yeah literally let's do it <laughs> but yeah i i don't know it i mean it is what it is but i this Again, you not all of these are going to be great every time. I mean, we just saw before this pack of games with Game Pass that first part of the month with um with Game Pass wasn't great, and, and there was a lot to like be like, ah, really? That's what you're putting out? Uh, but yeah. like this back half was really great, um, and there's still other games I haven't even, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, we're going to be getting soon with the Crimson Skies and. And and all that. So I mean, I, I'm really excited uh, for all those. Plus, you got the flight simulator, which I haven't checked out, but the fact that it's there, I will check it out at some point. Um, yeah. So you, you got all that uh, at least. But um, I think it, we'll uh, let's cut. Let's go ahead and uh, get through some of these uh, shorter things, and then I'll leave the two. Uh, I guess what could be longer ones uh, for the the back half here um based off of the dead space remake america mcgee who obviously is the one that uh, made the the alice uh the the alice games yeah uh, he has gone on record and hoping that that means if you're going to remake dead space that means you're going to you know re you might one day decide, hey, we need so many more games that we'll need to remake 
Um, I, you know, one of the Alice games or something. Uh, well, I'm not sure one, about that, but Returns is like pretty modern. Like the yeah. first one, it would like need a very like that would like be top to down remake. Um, yeah. The problem is, is like, hey, I don't think the second one sold that well. No, I didn't. And then he has tried to make other games. He made he made that grim game. Yeah. Uh, which like it was on Game Tap or you know, so right. no one. Cared. I like that Alice Madness game. Yeah. You know. Um. It's like it, it seems like that's all he has going on, and it's like, dude, like you need a new idea, or you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's trying. He knows it has its like cult following. I mean, nowhere near as big as Dead Space, obviously. Yeah, um, and he's, I guess, trying to get to see if maybe he can at least remake the first one. Uh, like I think they tried to. Uh, he was talking at once about them trying to make a uh, Alice movie, and that predictably went nowhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, of course, this was, was it before or after like Disney got the the live action. No, it was know. before, but it's also like that's. I mean, he could, they could still make a Dark Alice movie because that movie wasn't exactly dark. It was just... Right, dumb. it was just weird, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, he has made... I mean, yeah, both Alice games are good for kind of different reasons, but, like, that's all he's done. Or, you know, it's like... Yeah, he did Grimm, and then he did something called Scrap, I think. And it's like... Yeah. What? <laughs> like... Yeah. It's... Yeah, I mean, uh... And like the company that made Alice is defunct, or the second one is defunct. So, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it's not like they couldn't get another kind of. Uh... Yeah, but I mean, they can't. They can barely get scrounge up a team for Skate Four, let alone you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I think that's the the point of all this. Really, is that um, he wants he wants to see if we can get it. He can get it to. Made. I don't know if that's going to happen or whatever, but I think he's you know. trying to, according to Wikipedia, he's trying to crowdfund like a third one called Alice Asylum. But who knows how far that is, or you know, like yeah, what's I going mean, on? It I doesn't mean, surprise me at all. Like so many weird things get crowdfunded now that yeah, you know, it it wouldn't be out of this world really if you. If it did get crowdfunded enough for them to, you know, for him to start working on it, yeah. But <laughs> should it be made? Who knows? I mean, like honestly, it's it's weird because, like, again, this has enough cult following. Will it sell enough for him to? No, you know, get EA on it or or whatever to be able to like release it into like a collection or whatever. Probably not, but you know, it's still. I mean, I think also the problem is kind of is like, you know, the first game was very much, it was like 98 or maybe like 2001. That was very much a landmark game. And Alice Madness Returns, it didn't have like the the impact, but it was a much better playing game. That's for damn yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, that's what I loved about it. Is uh, like it play, yeah, it was like a very modern feeling game. Yeah. But yeah, like neither one like set the world on fire from a sales perspective. <laughs> That's true on uh, on that end, at least. Ah, well, uh, to like, I guess pair these two together, 
and you know we'll talk about it with the activism stuff of how much uh you know i i didn't necessarily include ubisoft and i announced it but they are also on that fringe of along with the actors and blizzard of they do not have great uh, work policies so uh but yes so ubisoft has uh Cancel or shut down Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, which is their mobile game that kind of tied a lot of the Tom Clancy stuff together. Um, on that it, end, incidentally, yeah. this is uh going to be X Defiance, you know, eventual within yeah, a year. Mobile game much easier for them to shut down than say one of the big games or sure, but whatever, yeah. Uh, I mean, it is sort of in that same vein as X Defiant, though, right? Uh, that's that's kind of totally. where we're going with that. Yeah, I mean, then, X Defiant yeah. looks like the uh, like the grown-up version, or like you know, just the first-person version of that thing. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, that's the thing. Is who knows? Uh, I feel like also like skull, finding out Skull and Bones is still an alpha doesn't really totally surprise me either. I'm um, I, I'm more surprised it's not early, even earlier. You know, like. I mean, I don't know if you read that Kotaku piece, but holy yeah. shit, that game sounds like a disaster. And it sounds like, like it sounds like the other two games, uh, whatever, Beyond Good and Evil Two and Wild, are if not worse. Yeah, I mean, like they're having creative management of resource struggles with Ubisoft Singapore. Also, Ubisoft Singapore has also like had to deal with workplace issues, uh, you know, because of Ubisoft's. At yeah. least then it wasn't like sexual harassment. It was just yeah, but they everyone being a dick. It sounds like yeah, but that's still not. You shouldn't be doing that in a place like Ubisoft. I mean, yeah, uh, like you are a big company with so many different studios. Like you don't need to be dicks and assholes and and uh, you know being like this. And then you're exporting it to these studios, and you know it's it's not great. Um, so you know. Uh, and this is why I think Ubisoft still deserves to be put in the same boat is they really have not made a lot of changes. They haven't really, I mean, they made an effort, but you're not really, you're seeing some of those people still there um, that were involved in, in all the harassment and all the issues. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not, they just didn't get this big lawsuit put on them. Like, you know, after there's a blizzard, there's, they're getting to like do it on their own. Um, and that's that's fine, but that's also kind of what happens when you're left to your own devices, right? Like you don't have anything pushing you to really make some major, major changes. And I think that's that's something that we're gonna really have to notice with Ubisoft. Um, because you know, like I'm gonna go ahead and uh, before we you know to start the Activision Blizzard stuff. Due to these allegations of Activision Blizzard and because Ubisoft has not really been doing anything, as far as the games go, they're not going to be covered on the site. Mark is obviously free to play whatever he wants. Uh, you know, I know he he you know he reviewed uh, Call of Duty for us last year and Yens as well. Um, and this is something big, like the, whenever we get something Call of Duty or Activision related or or even Ubisoft, I mean that gets traffic for the site. So it's not something that I like really wanted to just do it's because I just don't feel like, you know, they need to, they need to understand somehow. I mean, 
And we're not the only ones doing it. You know, Outer Haven's doing it. Prima did it as well. Um, I think Game Rant. So I, I can see the yeah. I, I can see why yeah. like people do that. I guess my my counter is twofold. One is like it's not like Activision or Blizzard are pumping out games regularly. Like I guess Call of Duty comes out every year, but yeah. Uh, but that's uh, a huge thing for and Blizzard's having Diablo Two Resurrected come out this year. Whenever it does, it well now I don't know how how that's going with. You know, yeah, we're like, seeing we'll, what's what's happening with. Uh, we'll see if that has, yeah. keeps keeps going on. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of actually my only point is like, yeah, it's not like these companies are you know like. Uh, Ubisoft they, releases stuff pretty regularly. Well, Ubisoft. So. I mean, yeah, I was talking more about like Activision Blizzard. Does. Yeah, like, they're not like a they're not like a factory of gaming anymore like they used to be. You know, right? But I mean, I still feel like. There were a and, lot of people and, that, you know, three months yeah. from now when Call of Duty comes out, uh, I imagine a lot of this will be blown over or they might well, have fixed it or gotten rid of, like, we'll see. you know, half the people that work there probably. We'll uh, see. So, like, I'm let's let's go ahead and introduce this so we can talk about all this stuff in here. Um, now, granted, I think by this point, we're talking about basically a week after this already started. Is when we're getting to talk about it. So by the time you guys have probably been inundated with this, between if you're any kind of social media person, this has been all over gaming social media at all. Uh, it's been talked about like every day since uh, this has has happened. So uh, again, I totally know that we're coming to this late. I don't. We're not going to go over everything that's already been done. I don't think we need to do that. Um, you know, but I do feel like we should. You know, I feel like it feels weird to just we need to talk about it. And I feel strongly about like it's just this is ridiculous and it's not doesn't need to be. Ha- it happens in every workplace. Let's get that out there. First of all, I, this happens in every workplace, not to this extreme, but to small amounts, to big amounts like here in Activision Blizzard. Um, you know, we taught we saw it with Ubisoft in a smaller ways. We saw it with. um what was it? Uh, Quantic Dream. Yeah, had this had issues like this, uh, but this is so bad that the department. Um, oh my god, uh, Fair Employment and Housing took two years to confirm all this stuff before they finally just dropped the hammer on Activision Blizzard and said, "Look, this stuff." goes beyond the pale like this is ridiculous and it is i mean quite frankly i mean look they're getting them for the like unfair work practices the 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 way that they terminate women faster than men the way that they take forever to promote women uh faster than men um the way that they treat them just are treat i should say non-men not just women non-men the way that it, it compared to your just regular uh, male worker is absolutely crazy. I mean, the story of the whole of the men get to cubicle crawl drunk and go and bother the women and go harass them and, you know, feel them up and, and say things and all that. Like, it's like, really? I mean, how could you, you know, this is happening 
at any kind of executive level and be okay with that? Like it's that's gross. That's I mean, disgusting. I mean, like it, it sounds like uh like the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> I, well, yeah, but it sounds like something you do, like exactly what they call it—a frat boy culture. Like, okay, this is something you do in college. It's not okay. I'm just saying you do it in college. You do it at, at the frat house. I mean, and and like the women are—they know they're going there. They know this shit's gonna happen. They're going at a party. It's not okay. Never okay. It doesn't mean that it should happen. I'm just saying, you know what's happening there, right? You're kind of know you're going to this frat house. Knowing there's going to be stuff like that. You're not going to work where you're supposed to be going because you love games. You love Activision's games, Blizzard's games, specifically more Blizzard than Activision. Because uh, this is more of a Blizzard thing that, than an Activision thing. That, like, that's actually the weirdest part to me is this is almost all Blizzard stuff. As far as yeah. like the abuse allegations, like Activision obviously like wasn't promoting women or like doing that stuff. Right. But like as far as like the actual like PTSD or you know all the like really gross and heinous shit, it is like almost all blizzard. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh like um was it Christopher Metzen who came out and was one of the ones that wrote this like big apology, which I mean, look, good that he's doing it, but well, so like, did, uh, Mike Morheim, the guy yeah. running Blizzard last, you know, previously, and it's like you don't he, he, what he didn't know, well, you know, it's yeah, you're gonna tell me you didn't know that's bullshit, you didn't know. And like the guy that is the one that's did most of this is the one that Metzen picked himself. So it's like you're gonna tell me you didn't know this guy had any of these tendencies at all, yeah, before you did that. Like, I mean, I don't want to even mention the guy's name, it's not, not worth like just even bringing him up, but like, not that he hasn't been, but it's just, I mean, and good on the people that are playing wow and want his characters removed and all that stuff. I mean, go for that. But it's just like, it's disgusting to me. Like what hat, what these women have had to deal with all this time. They're still dealing with it. I'm sure. And like, even the small stuff, like what would be compared small stuff of like, it's like, how does somebody not see a report of an African-American woman getting her entire life micromanaged to the point where she has to go and write a one-page summary of why she needs to ask off and what she's going to be doing the entire time. Nobody, okay, I'm not going to say nobody, but in any job that I've been in, do have I ever had to give a one-page summary of what the hell I'm going to be doing in the entire time that I'm going to be up? Yeah. Like, you take really? a day off. It's like you take a day off, like the, for whatever reason. It's not like the employer. I mean, I mean, yeah, you, know, you give them a, a simple reason. Oh, I got a, a doctor's appointment. Oh, I yeah, got, it's like, either like a sick day or a personal day. But if it's a personal day, it's your it's personal or yeah, exactly. You, the reason why you say it's personal is because you don't have to give reasons, right? Like it's absolutely incredible to me. Like just the everything that you read in the support. I mean, and then the terrible one of the woman the, the one that committed suicide yeah. because some absolute piece of trash had to go and take uh dildos and other things to make fun of her it's like dude i mean there's look i get it that people grow up with different um different things of what you think is funny 
right? Or what you think is acceptable. Uh, you know, if you grew up in football culture back in the day, and even let's say years ago, even now, you know, like this might still happen in training camp or whatever, you get some hazing, right? You get some, oh, you tie the guy up to the field goal post and wrap him in the toilet paper and you do some weird stuff. You do the whole making and pay for your lunch or, or carry your bags or whatever. Like this is, this is ridiculous. Like that's not making fun of somebody. That's, that's harassing them. That's, that's making them feel like absolute dog shit for what, you know, for nothing. Like, like you don't understand that's a human being there. Like that's somebody that works at your company. And then, I mean, uh, it's just, it's upsetting and just vile. Some of this stuff that was, that's happening. Like, uh, what was it? The, the, the guy we were just talking about, they renamed, they nicknamed his suite, the Crosby suite to, to not make it sort of like the Cosby suite. Cause you knew stuff was happening in there. I mean, it's like, uh, oh, these men would cheat on their wives and then they would go fire the wife. I mean, like, God, it's like, dude. And then, and then not to mention the worst thing is also you have a woman who, of course, had to be a conservative political person who used to work at the Bush administration, Francis Townsend. It has not been there very long at all. Why? I get you wanted a woman to do this thing, but it's like, really? You, you pick somebody that hasn't even been there long enough to know that any of this shit's going on. And who, even and, if she was there long enough, would probably, like, accept it or just kind of, like, ignore it. <laughs> well, I mean, like, okay, number one, she has – I bet she's getting paid way less than some of the other executives that are either above or below her because she's a woman. And she's accepting that. So – and you're a, you're the head of this, uh, you know, women's committee at Activision? And you're accepting that, right? Oh, well, well, I don't need to. I probably got all this money from all the other places I was at. Okay, who cares? The whole point is you're the one representing the women at, at Activision, at Blizzard, and you're allowing this stuff to happen. Oh, and all this stuff is from 10, some of this stuff's from 10 years ago, and it shouldn't matter. And it's like, no, that is part of the report. Like, that happened. Those people should be punished for that. Like, the company has to be punished for things that happened beforehand because it's still Blizzard. It's not like Blizzard just went under, right? You're still deciding to call it Activision Blizzard. Had you, you know, put everything under Activision and Blizzard ceases to exist, then okay, maybe at that point. But it's just like, man, I feel so awful um, for, like, all the women that have to, are dealing with that or had to deal with it, or it's just like, Man, you know, like the things that I mean, I've been like, I don't, I don't, I worked at a place, uh, not the one I work at now, which is headed by women. Uh, there are more women that work there than men, like at, at least in my branch in, in in Miami. But like where I worked at before, I know for a fact that there were women. Probably, I didn't work in that department. And I didn't work those shifts, but I know for a fact, if you worked overnight, there was probably stuff going on that they don't want you to know about, but there's only so much you, I mean, I'm sure there's people reporting it and they had to throw another rug because they didn't want it to get out. 
right? They already had enough with the stuff that was happening to the children that, that were at that shelter. You don't, I mean, if you're letting stuff get out that happens with the workers, good Lord, you know, there would have been media there constantly. So I'm just saying like, this happens in every workplace and there's people that this is what they do. Just like what we saw at Blizzard, people sweeping under the rug. It's not okay. And this happens on so many places in the gaming industry. Women have been absolutely degraded in in gaming. I mean, it starts from like when we were when we were younger, and even today. I mean, we see it all the time. Just uh, just the women that that stream, how much crap they get just because they're a woman, whether they're doing it legit or whether they're doing it uh, in the hot tub or whether whatever. It's like. We see this all the time. It's it's going to go on beyond this, which is, you know, hopefully this will make Activision Blizzard have to do something. And this is why these boycotts are happening, right? Like, we want to see change. We want to see something happen at Activision Blizzard. And Francis Townsend names off all this stuff that's in this report that seems like bullshit. It's like, you cared more about telling people about how why people are getting out of California, not working there. Instead of talking about your employees that are going through this crap right now, it's like, uh, the, the total just, I'm so glad that there's a thousand different employees that have signed this. Uh, we will not be silent petition and, and like letting Activision Blizzard know that they're not playing around, that they are there and they will have their voices heard. Um, hopefully there is more, uh, to go on that because they really need to feel the fire here. And it's like JL and Brack is, is involved in this. It's like, um, did you see that video that they showed? I know it's from 10 years ago. Yeah. The, the girl uh, asking the question about like sexualized wow characters and everyone just, yeah. Her. And then that's the guy that laughs is the one that, that did all the bullshit. Yeah. Well, right? And one, he says yeah. that needs to come out of the Victoria's secret models or whatever. Like, he's like, what, what, uh, uh, what other catalog do you want it to come out of? Like, really? I mean, I, I whatever. It's like that's that, the thing. Yeah, that woman should have been like, you just yelled like Lane Bryant. She has <laughs> a joke. Yeah, I mean, it's like that's the stuff that I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are going to excuse it and say, "Oh, well, that was ten years ago. That doesn't happen now." It's like that guy I was working there till last year. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's like... just like that's the problem. That was the mentality. That is the mentality. So, like. Somebody has to come in and make and change that. And it's, you know, I don't want to keep going on and on. I feel weird. Like just us talking about it, not having a, a woman on to be like, be able to share her perspective, but it's just, uh, or just, you know, non-men in general, because there was a lot of, there was men getting harassed as well in this. It's not just, not just your traditional woman, right? It's non-men. It's, you know, non-binary uh, man, like just even men getting harassed in this because maybe they didn't agree with what was happening or, or whatever the, the situation is like. And that's the problem. <clears throat> I mean, I think there's a lot of people going around saying, okay, well, we should we should blame the men that didn't do anything. Well, oh, maybe they didn't know. <laughs> maybe then, well, there's some that didn't know, but I think the, the ones that did know, right, we saw that there was a report of they were constantly being told don't say anything. Why are you saying something? Right? They only there's only so much you can do when the HR department's not doing absolute shit 
when when the people above you that are supposed to be doing something uh, don't do anything, right? Like once you hit that wall, there's only so much you can do to a while where it's just like, I guess I got to just be like everybody else and just deal with it, right? For, for my job or, or whatever. And it's like everybody always says it's easy. Oh, you should have left. Whatever. It's it's not as easy as everybody uh, makes it seem. And it's terrible that they have to work in a place that they feel like it's their dream job in that way. So, uh, you know, again, I'm sure this is going to go on throughout the entire week. There's going to be more. Freaking Bobby Kotick should be coming out with a damn statement, and he doesn't. What a coward, this guy. Uh, you know, you're the CEO of this company. You're making all this big money. They just they just made a big deal to pay you more money, right? And then you sit here and you know this is happening. You don't make any kind of statement at all. And, I mean, I get why the um, this Activision and Blizzard social media kind of went quiet. Obviously, they're in a lawsuit now. They got to be careful what they say. That all can be held against them. But it's just like, seriously, get your get your S together and figure out what you're going to do. And you better make some changes and hope to God that that this lawsuit gets to do something that gets to stick to them, that they can't weasel their way out of it with money, that they can't try to say, oh, well, none of this is substantiated or or whatever. It was too old or or whatnot. Like, I really hope that they get to they get to be in the mud for a while, these executives that have to deal with this. Now, obviously, what sucks for the developers, the people, we're seeing it, right? World of Warcraft is not even, they're not even working on Warcraft, World of Warcraft at all. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, Kyle yeah. talked about that on Twitter for a second, and he was like, he made the comment like, oh, they're not, it, well, he made the comment like, because some wild, wild developer was complaining like, oh, no work is being done on WoW, and Kyle was like, yeah, you ass. Like, there's more important things going on than WoW yeah. at the moment. And then my comment was, uh, if no work is being done in WoW, it's probably not a bad thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, considering that I'd rather have no work being done than the shit work you've been doing for the past few years. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, like, that's the thing is it is hitting people hard. Yeah. Right? Like, because... There were probably people that had no idea this was go- not that they had no idea, but they knew this was going on, and they felt like, well, there's nothing we could do about it. We just got to put our heads down, do what we're doing, and whatever, get paid. And then, like now, it's like, oh wow, we can really like actually dwell on this. Like this is actually happening. There's things being done, and then it's also bringing all that stuff back up. You know, you know so they're they're you know one of the funnier comments was it was one of the one of the uh, postings or one of the. Uh, releases saying like oh blizzard is a competitive uh we, we pay competitively or you know we have good bonuses yeah. and i think it was uh the, that uh twitch streamer asthma gold he posted a picture i mean he claimed he th- I, I would assume it's real because like he knows people at blizzard mm-hmm. like one of the people's bonuses was a hundred honor points and wow yeah I mean, that's not, not the first time we've heard of that. Not not but. money, honor points, or uh, and those those are like the bad points, you know, or like the, the most Didn't, like, basic uh, points. Well, well, who was it that closed the studio recently, like EA or something, and they had some kind of game thing that was in it too? I mean, they're yeah. not the only ones. I mean, this is not. It's a cheap way to say, oh, uh, well, we did provide this and this and your severance or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's it's awful. I mean, there's not. You can't say there's equal pay when there's obviously women that are getting paid 
way less to do the same job. This, the oh. men were sitting here drinking, and the women are the ones doing the job. Where they're playing games, the women are doing the job. I mean, come on. Also, right. Blizzard is weird because I think it was like a year or two ago when there was some some bit another big expose about like Blizzard employees don't get paid well. Yeah, in relation to like the standards of like game development. Because I think they were like, oh, you're working at Blizzard. It's a privilege to work here, so you should be paid less. Especially the ones that are outside of uh, the main offices, the ones that were in the other countries and stuff like that. Yeah. And I say, that's that's like fucked. Like, I mean, you could make that, or you could have made that argument like 10 years ago, but not, certainly not now. And then also. Well, no, not when you're this huge company that's that's like all these games that are constantly going on. You're going to tell me you can't pay the people, right? Like, I mean, yeah, it's not, yeah. Oh, that uh, Bobby Kodak is running a, a one room one room game studio, you know. Yeah, I mean, not, come on, not, that dude's sitting there buying yachts at will, and you can't pay the people what you should be paying them. I mean, it's it's absolutely insane. Like, you know, all this stuff that's coming down, people should not be shocked to find out this happens in a lot of other places. I mean, I'm not. Look, it probably happens everywhere, but the extent to which, to which it happens is probably yeah. like things that are small that you don't think about until somebody brings it up, you know. But this is, I think, hopefully it makes people realize that don't think that your favorite studios just absolve from all this. You just don't know about it. You just don't hear about it. People don't talk about it, you know. And, like, it's good that this finally came out so people can – can see just some of the stuff, some of the stuff that women, non-men have to deal with at these studios for not being, you know, I am part Latino. I have dealt with stuff for being in a place, especially in Texas, speaking Spanish around the wrong person and they get angry. But I am also a white person. I have a white last name. I have a lot of privilege that so many people don't. And, you know, I can't imagine what so many people are going through. It's terrible. I feel so bad. But I, I this is one, the last thing I'll say on this. I think people that are telling Mark Morheim and Chris Metzen and all these people, oh, it's cool. It's, I'm sorry. You said, you said enough. I'm sorry. No, there is no I'm sorry for the bullshit that they let happen under their watch. Chris Metzen can say all he wants about, well, I wasn't around and all this stuff like, it's your job. That's part of your job to make sure this stuff is being handled correctly. I mean, yeah. Here's the thing. I, I, I give I would give medicine a little more I wouldn't say credit, but a little more leeway on this for like two re well, two reasons. One, I guess he was going through like his own mental problems at the time. Yeah, that's why he left. Yeah. Uh yeah. And yeah, he did leave. I think in like he left like two thousand sixteen. Yeah, I mean, but he left at like 42. That's still a young age to be, I mean, you can work for another, you know, however many, you know, like. Well, yeah, but he, yeah. he you know, he got money, so he's cool. Yeah, but I'm just uh, saying. But, like, he also, I mean, he was a, I think he was like a, a product leader of WoW or or senior VP. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, he wasn't in, like. I mean, he's uh, a Diablo uh, creator, so, like, you know. No, he didn't do Diablo. Well. I thought that's what he, he did do Diablo. Not, uh, he did. He voiced a role in Diablo, but that's. <laughs> well, oh no, still... he well he wrote Diablo, but he yeah. didn't like. Pro- yeah, he didn't program it, but I mean, 
I, like when I think Diablo, I think like Brevik actually. Um, right. But like he he was high up there in the echelon, but he's not. He wasn't the CEO of Dia- of Blizzard, unlike Mike Morheim, more like the president. Right. Like I would place the blame a little more on his shoulder because he ran it for twenty years. Right. I mean, he was up. He was around for a while. I mean, he's right, and when he says, "Oh, he failed people," yeah. he did. But it's just like. I mean, a lot of this stuff is like you're doing it's appreciated, but it's like don't sit there and act like you weren't a person to blame or you weren't involved in okaying yeah. it. Same thing with J. Allen Brack. Don't sit there and say, oh, I am a major feminist supporter or whatever. And then this stuff's happening on your watch, man. Like, no, no, no. You, you've got to understand, like, when you're saying things, how hollow all that stuff looks. And again, that's part of the, but don't, don't tell these people, oh, well, it's okay. Stop. Don't feel so bad about it. Like you should feel bad. You know how terrible all these people that have been affected feel right now? Yeah. They feel awful. This is, uh, this is not like, then it's just, I don't know. I don't want to keep going on with this, but it's just, this is such a terrible story. And I hate that, like, in the same day that we got to talk about some really great games coming out and, and all that. And yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, there's more to come. That's, oh, no, that's, there is more. This whole lawsuit hasn't even started yet. I mean, yeah. they just filed it. There's going to be more out there. Like, like you mentioned, my favorite part is like, oh, that woman going, or that's that. that release going like oh it's just california sour grapes and it's like yeah it's a two-year investigation they're, yeah, they're just making they it up two years to confirm all this shit you're not gonna tell them an oh well we just I mean, put it out there like, it, come on you could argue like i always said you could argue if it was like just one or two people saying that but when it's you know dozens if not hundreds yeah, that's probably true then. <laughs> yeah, and then when you have this petition of people, notice how you don't have any employees going behind you and defending you. Yeah, that means there is way more people that knew this was happening and just couldn't do anything about it or just didn't know, or like you know, then people that like are on your end that knew what's happening and are okay with it. It's like that's just a thousand right now. We don't know in a week how many more employees and this is also in former employees too i mean again if you're going back to 10 years this there's a laundry list of stuff that's going to come out like now everybody's telling their own story right and they can't do crap about it they can't do anything about somebody telling their story now because if you if you go and shut them up that gives you more that's that's more proof right there that you were okay with all this stuff happening so you know but i i have I used to have a friend at Blizzard. She left like a few months ago, uh, yeah. and she didn't like say anything specific, but she kind of made mention like she she's been in abusive like work uh, situations before. Like not not with Blizzard specifically, but you know who knows? Like I'm sure there's yeah. a lot of things going on. But like, uh, do you know who Dan Chu is? Yes, I know who Dan Chu is. Yeah, yeah like he he's at Blizzard now. Mm-hmm. He posted like you know I I never saw anything, and it's like you know him I believe or reasonably because he did you know 
Right. It's just there's people that are that are not involved in that area. Yeah. They just stay to themselves and they don't ever get involved in other people's stuff. Right. And they just don't know. And they they don't get it. They don't talk around the water cooler to certain people and those people that know. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, unfortunately, you're a nice, nice person. But you're also you're (laughs) a human and you don't know. And there's how many employees there? Like it's impossible for everybody there to have known that all this stuff was going on. If it's only in certain areas, right, this is happening. And or they they happen to get like we don't we don't really know the logistics of where if there's certain departments that this never happened in. And there's certain ones that it did. So yeah. until that gets revealed more it, or whatever, it sounds. I mean, from what I've seen, it sounds it's a lot of the World of Warcraft, uh, yeah. team or you know that subsection, right? It's not like oh. people aren't saying like, "Oh, Jeff Kaplan, you know, raped me at a Halloween party." When you know, it's not like the Overwatch team or like the Hearthstone. You know, it's just mainly sounds like wow. Yeah, yeah. So well, like one guy worked right, at the people that it, have been there long enough to have enough. Yeah, uh, cachet to have enough power that they can get away with that stuff. Right, right. Uh, you know, if you just newly got there, you don't have enough power as as that guy, the guy that was doing all this stuff, or Jalen Brack or whatever. So, like, you know, e- either way, the fact that this stuff is happening and to this degree is awful, and Activision Blizzard deserves all the boycotts that they're getting, all the people that are angry at them, everybody that's going through this, you deserve every little piece of crap that you get and Ubisoft needs to get in there uh, and change, make some changes, do some stuff because the fact that that other report from Kotaku came out about the Singapore thing is not great. And again, just as in general to know that like a lot of these people that, that caused the problems are still there. That's yeah. not great for your company. Like that's, yep. that, that should have been clean house, everything, you know, if if Ives doesn't want to doesn't want to step down, okay, cool. But you need to show we cleaned house and we're making changes. And I'm sorry, and all this other stuff. Like that's the thing is what was really bad about this is any kind of like sort of apology that Morheim and Metzen and Jalen Brack and these guys put out there that terrible one by Francis Townsend just absolutely wiped the rest of them out uh, to me and just makes it like, really, this is what you wanted as your official statement from corporate? Like, terrible, terrible thought process and all of that. But moving on uh, from this here, I did want to have one more topic uh, because it's uh, near and dear to me, uh, especially one because you know, uh, soccer has been a thing this summer, and Konami, uh, kind of as, as they are not so much in gaming anymore, as far as like the big, you know, the the big uh, console gaming and and major PC everything. They kind of just came out and announced randomly on on social media. Oh, hey, Pez. It's now going to be called eFootball, and it's now going to be basically a sports games as a service. We're not going to release a new one every year. It's just going to be rolled into whatever we're doing with with uh, eFootball. 
Um, and it's coming to current gen and I think last gen consoles as well. Like, I think that that's awesome. I think this is what sports games need to be. I think sports games need to eventually evolve to the point where we're not paying $60, $70 every year for basically a roster update and then putting out a lot of the same features again. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I've been doing that for years. (laughs) Roll that into... Also, this gives the people more time to make these games what they should be. You can work on features throughout the year and they're discontinuous instead of having to like, oh, well, what's a feature we can add in here to make it worth it for people to pay this exorbitant price. I got, uh, I got, you know, I got two words for you. Truck stick. Yeah. Truck stick. Uh, <laughs> now it's ultimate team, but it's like the fact that cannot, well, obviously this helps a lot. The fact that Konami is competing with FIFA. So they need something to, I mean, I, I guess here's the yeah. question is which is a better game. It depends on who you ask. Right. For me, yeah, I've heard that like FIFA, like FIFA is way better about like approach like new players and yeah, I wouldn't say arcadey, but more like less restrictive or better gameplay. Right. So it's like if you want to look at it this way, it's the um the difference that used to be around with NBA Live, to NBA Two K. Yeah. Uh, e football is basically your your hardcore soccer players. Uh, soccer game. That's right. this is the game that like it really pays attention to how a player moves, uh, being authentic, uh, having the tactics right, being able to let you change tactics on the fly like that, um, all that stuff. And it doesn't focus so much on the story mode and being flashy. It doesn't have all of the licenses, you know. Right. Um, they license it- individual teams, not leagues, most of the time. So. Let me ask you this. Is Pro Evolution like a league? No, or? Pro Evolution is just the name. That's a Okay, name. I, I didn't know. I mean, I, I was thinking like maybe they lost the name. <laughs> well, remember uh, back in the day, it used to be called International Superstar Soccer or whatever over here. And then they still call it Pro Evolution over there and the other in other countries. Right. Yeah. So then they eventually and then it used to be called Winning Eleven here. And yeah. they they like kept changing the name here until they eventually just said, okay, we're just gonna call it Pro Evolution Everywhere, right? Uh, to stop having the 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 constant like back and forth with this. But like, I just think this is a great idea for sports games. Now, is is EA gonna do this? Probably not. Hell no. They, they don't have any reason to do this when you have exclusive rights to Madden. You're gonna keep sucking that seventy dollars dry until you can't anymore. And it it sucks that this is what that is. Like they can't, you wouldn't even be able to think that they would, uh, you know, do this eventually because they make too much money from that. And people are so many people are just used to okay buying the next game or whatever. That like, man, this would be a great thing to be able to. You already add so many things during the year. But to just have this be a continuous thing will be, like, be better. Here's the thing: it's like okay, like Madden and FIFA, like those are on iterative sequels, like even like WWE mostly. Those yeah. are on like iterative yearly sequels. Uh 
so is Assassin's Creed, you know, for the most right. part, or at least it used to be. But look at the difference between like a yearly Assassin's Creed game to like a Madden game. It's not like Madden changes. I mean, it's not yeah. like oh, there are fifty new fifty new uh, stadiums or like the 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 game of football has not changed except for maybe like a rule change or something like that. Meanwhile, like right. Assassin's Creed, like here's a whole new goddamn world or you know area to explore. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what and, WWE should do, but they, you know, they never will. <laughs> no, they won't. But it's like, that's the thing is I really wish, you know, for the most part, we could really see this happen. Uh, you know, the fact that they are going to add in like cross-platform play, right? And they're going to, they give you a platform of what they're going to add and all this stuff. Like, this is stuff that you can do. You can, you can constantly make these changes. Now, obviously... It makes it harder for people, and, and this is also free to play, which is a different thing than, say, charging. But it's like, I think you can eventually, you can. Now, I don't know. I don't know what EA pays for having all these licenses, and if they have to pay out a certain amount based on how much you know Madden or FIFA sell. I'm sure they do, uh, but like, well. Yeah. Let, me, let me ask you, assuming this co- comes out, uh, what would, I mean, I know they said they're going to like add on to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was like, didn't they say like $20 packs or something? Yeah. I mean, and they're going to add tournaments and all those kind of things. And, assume this yeah. was, uh, let's assume this was going to be a paid product because, you know, this is right. free to play. What would you want the cycle to be for releases? Well, I mean, it, you still have the yearly release, right? Like, no, no. I mean, have... let's assume let's assume like this game came out mm-hmm. and cost seventy bucks, yeah. uh, and they have like a twenty dollar roster update, or you know, they mm-hmm. add in whatever five new teams, whatever stuff. But like, would you want like a three years for them to make a new product? Because at a certain point, you're you're bumping up against like, you know, we, we want to add in new stuff, but our game engine won't let us or it's too cost prohibitive for us to, you know, add in this for twenty dollars. Like, right. yeah, like, I mean, like I mean, every, I mean, at like, least, at least if it's every two years, it's kind of like Rock Band. Like, yeah, you know, they made Rock Band too, and it's like, oh, this is our, this is supposed to be our platform, and then it's like, well, three years later, you made Rock Band three, and you add right, in, like they're doing that now with Rock Band four, where it's all in, they all, it's all expansions and that kind of thing or whatever. Yeah, um, I don't even know if they've added something else. I think they haven't at this point. It's just been DLC the whole time because right. I haven't seen anything uh, from them in a while. But I'm just like, I mean, at a, at I just, just at think a, as long as it's every two years, just let me skip a year where I don't feel like you're trying to sell me a whole damn seventy dollar game again. Like, at least for two years, you can have a roadmap for two years that you don't have to change. Yeah. Uh, now, eventually, if you want to move off the PS4 and PS and, and Xbox One and uh, all that stuff, I mean, you can do that, right? You can just say, okay, well, we're not going to make it for those games anymore. I mean, there's still this is still coming out on PC and mobile as well. So right. Obviously, they're having to, you know, change the graphics there for those, and they're sure there's features that aren't going to be on mobile and everything else. But like, I just want at least every two years. Hopefully, it's longer. Hopefully, it's longer than that. But it's like. If it's going to be a continuous game that you're not, I mean, but like, 
I think the difference is right now, number one, Konami doesn't have all the licenses. So they don't, there's a lot of stuff they don't have to worry about. You're just getting certain teams and maybe certain leagues. But like you're really playing that game because you love that game, not because it has uh, Ronaldo and Me- I mean it has Messi, it has Neymar, but it's and well, I mean it technically has Ronaldo because Juventus is in that game. But my point is it doesn't have all of the freaking stars, right? Yeah. They don't have they don't have all the when they do the international teams that FIFA has the rights to. They don't have the actual players on that international team. You're just playing as Italy, as the U.S., as the whatever. So it's like, you know, a FIFA gets the official when the World Cup, the Euros, all that stuff. They get those official things. Uh, Pez doesn't really get that stuff. So, I mean, like there's there's things you're going to give up by not getting FIFA that I think a lot of that the casual person that sees that is gonna is gonna miss, and they're not going to be able to go to that. But I think we've seen FIFA do this, right? We've seen them when they added the World Cup thing. It was just an upgrade. It wasn't a thing that they added as a, a standalone thing that you had to buy in the store. Like, you could eventually do this. Now, again, I don't know what the logistics are. They would have to probably have to redo their contracts and everything else. It's not It's not something that can happen tomorrow or even next year or whatever. But yeah. there's things you could do to where you don't have to do this yearly release thing and it's it's better for the player, and you can make more money off of it later because you're nickel and diming, basically, to say, okay, well, we added all this stuff for this year. Okay, here's thirty dollars you got to pay, or forty dollars, or whatever. You know, like instead of doing it the way they're doing with the FIFA Ultimate Edition, where it's a bunch of bullshit, a bunch of BS stuff that most people don't even play with. Or don't even mess with to have, um, well, you know, to be included in that. The, the so, important, the important question about e football or is it e football or e soccer? Yeah, e football. Yeah. Is what are the card packs going to be like? Oh, thank God we don't got to worry about that that much with the the e football stuff. But like, I think it's a great idea. Will other people pursue it? I don't know. No. But it would ha- <laughs> like Pez would have to take over everything i think in order for that to even be considered this could really come out and only be a soccer diehard thing and no one else even gives it a bother or it'll be uh, it'll be funny know. if this is actually a successful and then ea like monopolizes soccer like they did with madden or football you know 20 years ago <laughs> i don't think they would i don't think that they would cuz i'm pretty sure they've tried and there's just a lot of there's some people that don't want just FIFA around that I think it would be a problem. Yeah. I, I think it's a much easier thing in American. Oh yeah. Uh, predominantly American sports where like there's basically or, yeah. baseball, it's de facto, right? It's the show. There's nobody else wanting to go against the show. That's right. just how it is. Even, even EA is just doing like, Oh, well we bought, um, what was it? The slug? Not slug. What was that one that uh, they bought the company and they made uh, Super Mega Baseball? Super Mega Baseball. So they're going to make the arcade version instead yeah. of going right up against them with and bringing back MVP or whatever. Uh, right. You know, uh, basketball is basically 2K because EA keeps tripping over themselves with NBA Live to the point where they just gave up and said, "Fuck it, it's it's just 2K. That's going to be basketball." Uh, NHL is. They're fighting against each other, but like, who cares? I mean, there's not there's a way less contention to people that care 
than say the FIFA and Pez battle. So like, uh, you know, golf. Is there a competition with golf? Like a two K? Uh, they have that like the golf club game, or somebody makes that, or he, there's like some other golf game. But yeah, I mean, like big. EA started making the golf game again. Yeah. Right. So it's like you're you're starting to get into certain areas or whatever where people are trying to compete with each other, but it's like it's still very much like one 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 for sport for American sports games where like you really do have these two rivals with with soccer and it's it's interesting. I just I would like to see a branch out. I don't know that it will necessarily, but it would be a cool thing uh to see if if one of the especially 2k like you guys already nickel and dime everybody with that virtual credit bs like you know you could really do that uh with 2k if they wanted to um but but yeah moving along here i think um we've uh we've we've talked a lot on the show i mean you can give us uh, your thoughts you know you can hit us up on twitter at w tim shot at w tim network it's the whole thing uh at humanity play for mark um so uh, you know, and I already mentioned uh, the the uh, this bottom half of the month is where the games are coming. Uh, now, the greatest attorney and um, the Neo World Ends with You both come out uh, today, um, so definitely uh, worth checking out. The Neo World Ends with You has some fantastic um, reviews already. So if you have been excited about this, uh, there's definitely a lot for you to be excited about. Uh, the Chernobyl light game, which has been uh, an indie game that got showed off at E3, I don't know, for like a zillion times. Um, so, you know. I'm a little interested in that Forgotten City game. Yeah, Forgotten City? Yeah. Uh, well, let me know if you you want to you wanna review it. I can definitely... And I heard, that, uh, I heard Samurai Warriors, Warriors 5 isn't terrible either. Well, that's definitely a Samurai Warriors game. I mean, yeah. Uh, Splitgate had to get delayed because people loved it so much they, they couldn't deal with the, the server load. <laughs> Forgot to talk about that. But yeah, that tries a Midgar game they got shown off at so many different damn things is out today along with Flight Simulator. Uh, yeah. The first of the three, uh, the first three of the six. Uh, Pixel Remaster games. Uh, it comes out gonna, on the twenty eighth. Gonna rush out and buy those. <laughs> oh god, I gotta see what they look like. I'm not gonna say no because I feel like th- they've already said it. They basically made it seem like, well, if you want it on the consoles, you better go buy it on the PC and stuff. You damn Square Enix, stop being so uh, so naive. You know people want this. Stop it already. Just stop it. Yeah. Um, and The Ascent comes out as well in a couple of days. The Eldest Souls game comes out in a couple of days. Um, uh, Blaster Master Zero 3, which I'm sure is going to be, you know, as at least comparable to the other two games. Escape from Naraka, which is uh, that, isn't that that, like, other first-person, uh, like, action, like, samurai Pro- multiplayer game problem, or whatever. whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, there's that that's that's coming. So there's a lot for you to pick from uh, in this last half of the the month. Um, so, if, you know, 
you're definitely looking for something to play. Yeah. Uh, there's something out there for you. Uh, so, yeah. I think there's a little bit of something for everybody there. Uh, and then some of that stuff's going to be on Game Pass. So, uh, you know, Flight Simulator The Ascent is going to be definitely, again, I already talked about it. Go check out Chris, Chris Tales, The Last Stop, Death Store, games to go uh, check out for um, that, that, you know, came out in the last week. So, well, until uh, next week, I'm sure there will be a lot more with this Activision Blizzard stuff that's going to go on for a while. We're going to be talking about it bit by bit as time goes on. And there will be more uh, to go along with that. And I'm sure there will be another thing. I think the uh, that Annapurna show is supposed to be in a couple of days, too, whenever, whatever they're going to show off of that. Uh, they always had something interesting indie-wise as well. And then we'll, we'll see what uh, happens in the next week. Until yeah. then, everybody.